Experts say that many life changes happen when women reach their 40s. It's a time in life that some women fear and others embrace. InfoTrack's Taryn McCall is here with the story. Taryn? Thanks, Chris. For inspiration, we have Sarah Brokaw, daughter of legendary newsman Tom Brokaw. She's a licensed therapist and author of Fortitude, making the next decades the best years of your life through the 40s, 50s, and beyond. Why do some women feel comfortable with middle-age milestones and others get overwhelmed? I think that's a wonderful question. I think that the women who effortlessly or we think seemingly effortlessly go through the aging process, I think it has a lot to do with their ability to incorporate five core values. And those five core values are grace, connectedness, accomplishment, adventure, and spirituality. And I personally think that these women have been able to define those five values in their own words. Are these patterns set in childhood through watching how their mothers may have handled middle age or can these values be inculcated? Yeah, not necessarily. I've definitely had talked to many women who have faced great adversity in their childhood and I always question like how is it possible that they have this fortitude despite where they have come from? And I think it has a lot to do with not just the personality but the self-awareness and also the recognition that they need to practice the art of humility to realize that there are going to be inevitable events, there's going to be great adversity, but it's our choice and how we handle those moments. What are some examples of, say, connectedness and how that can help in overcoming hardship through middle age? One example is there was a woman named Claire Mood who was a former crack cocaine addict from Bronx, New York. She was an addict for over 18 years. She was 36 years of age. She was a mother of four. All four daughters were fatherless, and they came from different fathers, and the children were taken away from her. She really had to think about at the age of 36, I'm going to either be incarcerated, I'm going to die, or I'm going to murder someone. She made a choice to get herself cleaned up. She went to a detox center, then went to a halfway house. She met a fantastic woman named Ellen, who was also going through the same process that she was going through. And Claire and Ellen developed this wonderful friendship with each other. And they both started something called the Day One Sisterhood. It was a sobriety group for the women in the halfway house that would focus on carving out their own past as disenfranchised African-American recovering crack addicts. Unfortunately, though, when all the women had left the halfway house, only Ellen and Claire had remained sober. Fast forward 10 years, Claire and Ellen still remained sober. Ellen is now the acting director of a drug rehab center. Claire went to college and has graduated magna cum laude, is now a caseworker, has all four daughters back with her, and she's a dynamo. And when I asked Claire, I'm like, how did you do it? How do you have the strength? She said, I have to tell you, it has so much to do with my friendship with Ellen. She gives me so much empowerment and so much insight, and she really nourishes my soul. That, to me, is a true example of connectedness. Women often feel overwhelmed by conflicting demands of work and family life, and the societal pressures of staying young and beautiful and vital. It feels like a double bind and just not possible to maintain. So how can somebody work through these apparent conflicts? We're being told that we can conquer the world, but once that we are given that permission, many women experience a sense of 
there are certain repercussions. They feel that they're considered as being bullies or being too aggressive. These are women in the corporate world or women who are stay-at-home moms, you know, even though that they are revered for being successful as mothers and spouses, they don't feel as if people really give them any type of credit for just being a mom. This is when women say, then what role am I supposed to play? How do I do this? There's also a number of women who, let's just say they capitalize on their looks in their 20s. They think that the only way in which they can continue to feel relevant is that they do the plastic surgery so they can still feel attractive like they did in their 20s. The women who I think have handled these issues well are the ones who can say, change is inevitable. Growth is optional. How do I choose wisely? We're talking with Sarah Brokaw, author of Fortitude, Making the Next Decades the Best Years of Your Life Through the 40s, 50s, and Beyond. Sarah, what is your web address? It's myfortitude.com. Thank you so much for being with us today on InfoTrack. Thank you so much. And I'm Taryn McCall for InfoTrack. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at talkzone.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.